You're listening to the Jason Greger Show, presented by PlayAlberta.ca. Experience all the excitement of the casino on your desktop or mobile device at PlayAlberta.ca. Sign up and receive a $50 welcome bonus using the promo code CASINO50. Live on Ansar, welcome back to the show. And um, it, I don't know if it's too simple to say that, man, Alex Lyons come back and suddenly the Red Wings are right back to being a good team. Like the, the numbers with him in goal and without him are staggeringly different. Yeah, no, no, it's uh, that's uh, accurate uh, representation of what's going on. He is, without a doubt, the main reason for their January turnaround. Uh, Ten, two, and two since uh, since New Year's uh, Day, uh, when uh, you know after December it looked like things were slipping away and they were in danger of just completely falling out of the playoff race and. Now all of a sudden they've uh, got, I think, a, a four-point cushion uh, in that wild card spot. Uh, his solid, consistent goaltending is uh, what they've been needing, uh, what they've been missing, and uh, you know, and 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 it's also led to better, you know, improved defensive play. Uh, the team certainly, uh, the defense, uh, especially, seems to. It just looks like they play with more confidence uh, in front of them. Yeah, well, it's, it's you know, it's looking at their numbers, and I was breaking them down. Like he's got great numbers, no question. Um, the one thing that Detroit, they are the best team at scoring on their chances in the National Hockey League. Their expected goals per game five on five is two point two two. Their actual goals per game five on five is two point eight three. They are point six one ahead of expected. That's the best rate in the entire National Hockey League. And you know they got ten guys already in double digits. So is it is it a matter of confidence that they get some fortuitous bounces? What do you make of their ability to capitalize on their chances? I think a lot of it is is their depth of scoring um, and their balance. Uh, I I don't you know Dylan Larkin, of course, their leading scorer. I don't think he's in the top thirty uh, in the league in scoring, and, and yet, like you mentioned, the NHL high. I believe it's still an NHL high ten players with ten or more goals, and the fact that you know they can roll out a fourth line. That has Robbie Fabry, although he's he's going to miss uh, t- tonight's game uh, for personal reasons, um, and Daniel uh, Sprong uh, on the fourth line. Uh, I mean, that just uh, that, that's a nice luxury to have uh, when you can get offense like that uh, uh, from unexpected from unexpected sources, and you know it, it goes. Up and down the lineup, each of their four lines is, is capable of uh, of getting you uh, that goal. You know, especially in the third period, uh, mm-hmm. they have, I believe, I believe, sixteen points uh, this season uh, when trailing after two periods, which is, which is pretty good. because, as you know, it's it's just tough to come back when you're trailing in the third period. But they did it uh, most recently Saturday against uh, you know the top team in the NHL when they overcame a 3-1 deficit in the third period uh, with goals from their, uh, you know, third and fourth line, uh, Rasmussen and uh, Sprong. Well, Daniel Sprong, uh, you look at him in Seattle, scores lots of goals, playing limited minutes. Comes to Detroit, lots of goals, limited minutes. How come he doesn't get more minutes? Uh Without coming out and saying it in so many words, Lalonde has hinted at that it just is, is defensive play and uh, a checking ability or lack thereof. Uh, 
limits him. Uh, he, he just he, he's not he hasn't he's improved in that area, but I don't think he's really earned fully earned the coach's trust uh, to get more than twelve, thirteen minutes a night. So I think that's the uh, the main thing that's uh, holding him back there from getting you know an increased role. Plus the fact that you know they're they're pretty they're they're pretty well settled on their top six there. I, um, he would uh, you know I'm not sure who he would uh, really knock out of there. Uh, you know maybe somebody like David Perron, but uh, you know they like uh, Perron and what he brings uh, to that uh, that second line. Ansar Khan joins us, longtime beat reporter of the Detroit Red Wings in town to take on the Edmonton Oilers tonight. Uh, Oilers defeated the Red Wings 3-2 in overtime uh, last month in Detroit. Uh, you, you know, you look at the standings, there's, there's, four, there's four spots up for grabs, and, and Detroit really is in, the, is in the running for three of them because obviously they can't finish third in the, in the Metro division. But uh, they currently sit one point behind of Tampa with two games at hand for third in their, uh, in their division, and then they currently hold down the second wildcard spot. Uh, they're four points up on the Devils, uh, four points up on the Islanders. You have Pittsburgh back. Pittsburgh has some games at hand. How aggressive do you think Steve Eisenman will be if, if we fast forward to March 7th and they're basically in the same spot, or, you know, plus or minus one or two points and they're right there. Do you see him adding or will he just, you know, stand pat and say, OK, you know, this is what we have. If we get in, great, but I don't want to give up too much of the future to get in. My guess is uh, leaning more towards standing pat. Uh, it definitely is not going to want to give up uh too much of the future. This is assuming that they're still in the same position that they're in right now. Uh, uh, you know, come three weeks from now, uh, you know, because of the depth that they have, uh, it would have to be a, a fairly significant acquisition uh, to push out somebody uh, in their top six. Uh, and then on defense, there, you know, I, if anything, I could see them maybe adding. Uh, a depth defenseman, uh, uh, you know, a, de- a defensive type. But, but in saying that, uh, Lalonde has been uh, praising their second pairing of uh, Girat, who's probably the, who's definitely their most improved defenseman this year, and uh, Jeff Petrie, who's uh, after a slow start, he's, he's come on uh, well here, and they they form they have really good chemistry, and they and he likes that second pairing. So it's a question of uh, is it worth adding a player who's going to be, you know, your number five, six, seven, even, you know, number eight guy, because uh, they go seven deep as far as experienced NHL defensemen. Uh, is it worth adding somebody like that? Uh, certainly he's not going to, Eisenman's uh, uh, not going to part with anything significant as far as the future. So I think uh, it would be standing pat or adding a depth piece. Ansar Khan joins us. Ansar, you you know everybody's high on, uh, on on cider and rightfully so, but you just talk about the emergence of Wallman, and you know I, I don't know if anybody even the organization thought he'd be this good, but this guy just continues to get better all the time. Yeah, you know when they acquired him, uh, what's it, I think it's been now two years now from St. Louis at the trade deadline uh, for the Nick Letty deal. Uh, Eisenman had kind of mentioned that. He'd been a fan of uh, of Wallman's for some time uh, after uh, watching him come up uh, through college and uh, and in the St. Louis organization. 
And, uh, you know, with him, I, it was just a matter of getting the opportunity. And that really happened, uh, I would say, midway through last year when he got paired with Cider. And ever since then, he just took off. And they've had tremendous chemistry together. And Wallman also, uh, you know, I believe he has 10 goals, maybe 11, I don't know. Um, he's got the offensive ability. He's got a tremendous shot. Uh, a good deceptive move there uh, on the blue line, and uh, he, you know, he provides some some much needed offense uh, on the back end. But yeah, certainly he's been a uh, a very good acquisition uh, under the radar uh, in exchange for somebody who uh, you know Nick Letty who didn't who they weren't going to keep long term here anyway. No, no, that wasn't, uh, yeah, that, that wasn't, I don't think that was going to be a smart move for them. Now, what about goaltending? Now, obviously they've got their guy. Um, I don't know if there's much of, a, of an appetite for anybody to, to try to get one of their backups, but uh, do you see them, you know, making a move here to, to get rid of one of their goaltenders, whether it's via waivers or something? Uh, they want to stick with the, the three long term. I know there's been some guys injured here and there, but uh, what's their goaltending situation like, especially with young Sebastian Cosa in the minors? Yeah, um, Kosa is still a couple years away. Uh, he's, he has made strides here in his uh, first full season in Grand Rapids, but uh, they're certainly going to take their time with him. Uh, I remember back in the day, uh, you know, Jimmy Howard, uh, they, he needed four years in Grand Rapids uh, in the system. I, I could see a similar situation um, for Kosa. Um but as far as the three goalies they have right now, uh, Huso is back from injury. Uh, he, he's expected to play at some point during this trip. Uh, he might—I I don't—he might even play tonight. I don't know because Lalone said yesterday he hadn't decided whether Lyon or uh, Huso will will start tonight. But anyway, um, I don't think they're going to do anything. I don't think they're going to get. I mean, if they certainly uh, Reimer would be the guy that they. Um, parted with if, if they needed, if they wanted to, but there's really no reason to because they've got the, the 23-man roster, no, no roster issues, so there's really no point in uh, in, in uh, getting rid of them. Uh, they they like that having that insurance policy, the number three goalie, uh, which paid dividends, huge dividends at the start of the season when they elected to keep uh, Lyon on the roster as the number three goalie and uh, we can, you know, obviously see what uh, what happened since then. So my my guess is they're going to stick with uh, Reimer uh, till the end of the season. So now, did you say they haven't confirmed who's starting tonight yet? Uh, as of yesterday, he didn't. Uh, he oh. might have at the day oh. today. Okay, I got to um, think it's going to be a line. I know he started fifteen in the last sixteen, but um, yeah. they're going up against uh, you know a pretty yeah, good that, offensive that, yeah, team. That, Right, that would be my guess too. Yeah. Um, my guess is why in the next two games, and then maybe or Kuso in Calgary on Saturday. That would be my guess. Awesome. Well, Ansar, as always, appreciate your time, man. Have a great day. Thank you.